Over the last two weeks, we had looked at the idea of simple, authentic faith, and I hope that I described to you well or presented that well in such a way that you can say, oh, no, I get it. That's it. It's a simple concept, and it's the real thing. We want to believe in Jesus. He is the, the one that we love and follow. We believe in Him. Our faith is in Him, and we want to follow Him, not in a muddied up, complex way with a bunch of doctrines of men, but we just want to believe what Jesus says, do it, and do it with the love that we have for Him from our heart. That is simple authentic faith we love god we love his word we love what it points us to in jesus christ and we just follow it we aren't going to make it complex and uh, then have reason to have all kinds of arguments or fights we just speak where the bible speaks we're going to stay silent where the bible is silent keep it as simple as possible so that the word of god can go forth Part of having then this simple, authentic faith is that if it really is having this faith in Jesus and it's something important to us and it's real, it's not fake, it's authentic, then we should want to take that faith and share it with others. Timothy and Paul provide an example to us of this. One who shared his faith with the other. So let us go to uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1. And there in the first couple of verses, it says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, according to the commandment of God our Savior, and of Jesus Christ, who is our hope, to Timothy, my true child in the faith. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Notice what Paul says there. What he acknowledges is that Timothy was his true child in faith. So Paul's faith has been passed down. It's been built up in Timothy. He has shared his faith with Timothy. And in that sense, Timothy is like a child, a son of Paul. Notice in this passage on down, I want to look at verse number 18, still in chapter 1. Paul wrote this, he says, This command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son. He reminds him, my son, you are my son. You have, have a faith like mine. I've shared my faith with you. You're my son. So here's what I need you to do. Here's the command I'm passing on to you. In accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you fight the good fight. Keeping faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. So he's telling Timothy, don't be like those who get their faith shipwrecked, who go astray. Those who trust in false doctrines, they don't hold to the truth. They haven't fought the good fight. Don't be like them, Timothy. Keep hold of the one true faith. Paul commanded Timothy to fight that good 
fight. And now notice what I'm saying here is I've been talking about simple. I said it's simple faith. You just listen to the word of God and you do it. That's simple. It's a simple principle. Not always easy to carry out, is it? So here is Paul encouraging him, as you live by faith, it is a fight. It is going to be hard. It's difficult at times, but remain true. Stay faithful. Keep that authentic faith in you. Don't get your faith that, that, is, that it's real and authentic. Don't get it broken. Don't get it shipwrecked. Don't go astray. Don't trade in your authentic faith for a false one. you got to stand for the true faith. And it's interesting, I, I jump down to verse 18, but if you jump back up to verse number 3, right after Paul had given this encouraging word about, oh, you're my true child in the faith. And I want to wish you, I want, I'm telling you, I want you to have grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. Right after that, notice what he says in verse, 30, verse 3. As I urged you upon my departure... From Macedonia, remain on at Ephesus, so that you may instruct certain men not to teach, not to teach strange doctrines, nor to pay attention to myths and endless genealogies, which give rise to mere speculation rather than furthering the administration of God, which is by faith. So Paul is telling Timothy. Hey, there's some people who are going to come along and they're not, they're going to go beyond what is written and they're just going to start speculating about things and thinking about things. I want you to stick with the simple, authentic faith. And I want you to do more than you stick with it. He says, I urged you, remain at Ephesus so that you may instruct certain men not to teach strange doctrines. And listen, notice what you can deduce here. Number, Well, it's not a deduction. Paul had told this to Timothy in person. As I urge you upon my departure from Macedonia. He's reflecting on something he had, he had already told him earlier. He, he's, he's saying, Timothy, you remember what I told you. I want you to go to Ephesus and teach these people not to follow strange doctrines. Timothy, you are on a task to fight the good fight of faith. The letter is written, it seems. And I just wonder how much Timothy really... Okay, so here's Timothy. He's in Ephesus, right? I want you to remain on at Ephesus. So the letter probably comes to him in Ephesus where he is supposed to be fighting the good fight of faith, standing up to false doctrine. I wonder if Paul has caught word of, hey, Timothy's not doing so hot in Ephesus. Uh, things aren't going well in Ephesus. Or maybe Paul just knew. Maybe the Spirit taught him or was teaching him, letting him know, Timothy needs some encouragement. I don't want to say Timothy was failing, but it's possible. It might, be, it might have been that he was doing real good, but was getting wore out. That's possible too. But notice the instruction that Paul gives. He's saying, hey, I already spoke this to you in person. I told you this. 
And now I'm writing to you again. Paul is reminding Timothy because he believed in him and he wanted to push Timothy. I know you can do this. Maybe you're getting tired. Maybe you've had some setbacks. It doesn't matter. Maybe some things have happened. Maybe you've given in on some wrong things. Maybe you haven't stood for the truth as hard as you should. But Paul's saying, I already told you once. Now I'm reminding you again. Fight the good fight of faith. Stand for the truth. So here is Paul with his faith and his strength in the truth. And he is sharing that same faith with Timothy. He's pushing Timothy. He is trying to help Timothy remain disciplined as he fights the good fight of faith. And why would he do that? Because he believes in Timothy. We've got to sometimes we've got to push and, and encourage and pull somebody along and get, get along somebody and, and go with them in their faith and sometimes lead them, sometimes drag them, whatever it takes. When we believe in somebody, we're going to push them along in the faith. We're not going to let them fall away. We're not going to let them back out of fighting the good fight of faith. Timothy was Paul's true child into faith. And as that being a child, he was going to discipline him and push him along, teach him and train him in the ways of the Lord. So this true child in the faith of Paul Number one, Paul commanded him to fight the good fight by teaching the truth. Number two, Paul kept pushing him and encouraging him because he believed in him. And number three, Paul encouraged Timothy to guard what had been entrusted to him. Look at chapter 6 in verse number 20. <clears throat> He says, O Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you. Avoid worldly and empty chatter and the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and thus gone astray from the faith. Grace be with you. Even this final encouragement is Paul saying, man, guard what you've been given. Guard the faith and the fight that you've been called into. Don't give up on it. Don't be taken away by these false doctrines. Stick with the simple, authentic faith that comes through Christ Jesus. Don't fall away from the faith. And we need to be like that. We need to encourage each other and push each other and remind each other in the faith. And oh, what a sad and terrible thing is when people quit coming to the assembly of the saints where they can be encouraged. We need to encourage one another. And all the more... As we see that day approaching, that day approaches for all of us. There's going to be a day when we will uh, go and stand before God 
We don't know when our final day or final breath will be, and so we need to encourage each other. And in particular, when we come around here and we gather around this table to remember Christ Jesus, remember that He is our life and that we are in Him and He is in us as we partake of the bread and the cup. Let us stand true in the faith. Let us be strong in the faith. Let us fight the good fight of faith. Let us encourage others to do the same. Point number four about Paul having Timothy as his child in the faith. Number four, Paul continued to encourage Timothy by giving thanks for him. So, if you look at 1 Timothy as a letter of saying, Come on, Timothy, get with it. you got to fight the good fight. You can get in there and you can, you can denounce the false doctrine. You can stand strong for the faith that I told you to go into Ephesus and stand for that, the true doctrine, the true faith. Then later, another letter comes, 2 Timothy. And notice how this letter is a little different. Paul, chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of life in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved son. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, notice in in, uh, 1 Timothy, he called him his true son, and now he's my beloved son. The one that he loves. I love you, Timothy. You know, here's some encouragement. Sounds like he's really given him some support here. And uh, then in verse number three, he doesn't go on to say, I told you. Remember what I told you? To stand true for the faith, to fight for it, to, to denounce the false doctrines. He doesn't have to do that, it seems. It seems like Timothy has stood strong and he has heeded this call to stand firm and fight the good fight of faith? Because in verse number 3, the very first thing Paul says to him, I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience, the way my forefathers did as I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. Longing to see you, even as I recall your tears, so that I may be filled with joy. Longing to see you. There's not another word of, hey, I'm writing to you one more time. Remember what I told you. You got to get out there and fight the good fight. There's going to be some encouragement on the way. But I just imagine Timothy, he gets that second letter and he is like, oh, filled with strength, filled with courage. And to encourage means to, you know, it's, it's not just, hey, you're doing a good job. To fill somebody with courage means you can do this. Now go do the hard thing. And Timothy did it. And Paul writes to him and says, man, I love you. You're, you're my beloved son. You have listened to me. You've done what I said. You've been encouraged, strengthened to do what I said. And he did it. And he thanks God for what Timothy has done. Paul Encourage his son in the faith, pushing him, saying, you can do this and you got to do this. Don't give up. Guard what has been entrusted to you. Do it and do it well. There's been a change here. 
And I believe Timothy has been strengthened by his father in the faith. And he has done what he needed to do. Fought the good fight, denouncing false doctrine wherever he saw it. And he has done well. So Paul has had a great influence on Timothy. Believing in him. So young people, if you get a... If you have somebody in your life who's, who's badgering in you and you're just laying, you know, just leave me alone, lay off me, you know, let me have my peace, I'll take care of it, I've got my own life now. You know, you got those folks who care about you and who are pushing you because they believe in you, listen to them. And uh, if you're the one doing the pushing, we got to do it in love, with encouragement and just Keep uh, reminding people of what the goal is. Man, I would, uh, I would love for there from our congregation to become somebody to become a minister, or a couple of people to become ministers of the Word of God because they have been part of a body of Christ who has been just this idea of simple, authentic faith. We, we, we knew what we believed and we just did it in a great and wonderful way. We loved God, we loved each other. And we had something to share with the rest of the world. And I would love for other ministers to come forth from this congregation. For those of you who were at the singing that a couple of Sundays ago now, you heard a man, a couple of men get up here who were like, I, I grew up coming to this congregation in the 60s. With, uh, with, they had a couple of services. Things were big and booming and going on. And these people were trained. They talked about that, how, how they were taught to preach and to teach and to pray and to sing. They were taught to be leaders in the Lord's church. I know how, what a wonderful thought to think that there might be others who come forth, other young people who, who just keep on in the faith and that they're that our faith, the faith of the older members, is passed on to the younger ones. We encourage them and we push them. And they receive that in love. But there were others who had influence on Timothy. Perhaps the greatest influence. The ones who gave birth to his faith. And that was his mother and his grandmother. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 5, and we'll read down through 7. For I am mindful of the sincere faith within you. That idea, listen to that, sincere faith. It's a real faith. It's not a fake faith. It's simple, it's authentic, it's a real thing. I'm mindful of the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am sure that it is within you as well. For this reason, I remind you to kindle afresh the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline. Paul continuing to encourage him to fight that good fight and to be that great teacher that he is, sharing the truth of God's word. And Paul acknowledges it didn't start with him, even though he calls him a true son in the faith or a beloved son. He knows that 
Timothy's faith started with his mother and his grandmother. First in Lois, the grandmother, and then in Eunice, his mother. In Acts, you learn that Timothy's father was, he was a Greek. He had a Jewish mother, a Greek father. But the mother and the grandmother passed their faith down to him. Perhaps the father was a believer as well. We don't know. But Timothy had received the faith from those who raised him, who reared him, who took him to church, who taught him how to pray, who, uh, who showed him what was important in life, focusing on the things that are not seen. Not focusing on the things of the world, but focusing on God and His truths. Timothy had received the faith from his mother and his grandmother. Then Paul came along and built upon that solid foundation and taught him how to be a great leader in the Lord's church. So for us today, just consider, as you now acknowledge you're here because you have a measure of faith in Jesus Christ, Consider the lesson. Consider the example. Number one, who has shared the faith with you? Who has has been involved in you receiving faith? Perhaps it's been passed down in generations from within your family. Perhaps even in your family there was a starting point. Maybe you've got a story to tell of how your family came to faith. Or maybe your story is that That your family wasn't a family of faith. Your family wasn't church going. Your family didn't necessarily believe strongly and follow the word of God. But something happened. Somewhere something changed. You have a story to tell. Who was it that is part of that story? Who was involved in sharing their faith with you? Remember that. Remember that story because that's an important piece of who you are and what Christ has done for you. You need to remember that and hold on to that. Ask, I ask you, who is your Paul? Who is your, your Lois, your Eunice, who has led you to the faith? Thank God for them. Honor them. Remember them that you also need to be one like them and lead others to have faith. And that's the second point. Who are you sharing the faith with? Who is your Timothy? If Paul and Lois and Eunice had Timothy and they were helping build faith and continually continually push him in the faith to grow and to develop and become greater in the kingdom, then who is your Timothy? Who is it that you're reaching out to and bringing to the faith if the light of Christ is within you? Are you taking that light and putting it on the lampstand or is your light getting tucked under the bed? Let us not cover our light. Let us share the light with the world. Who is it that you're sharing your light with? Who are you sharing faith with? 
It might be that you just need to write down one name right now and focus on that one person. It might be a couple of names. It might be something that changes at some point in time in the future, but have some people in mind. If you don't have somebody in mind, I guarantee you the Lord is stirring in your spirit who that should be and who that could be. Because He's placed us He's placed us in the place where He wants us. And we need to reach out to the folks that He has before us. Who has shared their faith with you? Remember them. Be inspired by them. And then determine that you are going to remember those who, are, who you are sharing your faith with. So as we live... According to simple, authentic faith, let us be a light shining to others so that they may know the truth and come to the light of Christ Jesus. If anybody is here today and you need to give your life to Christ, you want to be a part of the faith, part of the body, so then you can begin sharing your faith with others, today is the day of salvation. Today is that you can respond and come to Jesus Christ. If you need to, won't you please come now as we stand together and sing.